Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels Interview Week, one of my favorite topics. Before I get started, uh, just a quick update. I'm so excited. I just ordered a new microphone to sort of upgrade the audio on the show for you and for videos that I make as well in different trainings. Um, Just wanted to shout out a thank you to Jeremy Manjoran, who was actually a guest uh, on a collab episode on learning and executive presence, one of actually one of the most listened to episodes. So check it out if you haven't already. Jeremy, thanks so much for your suggestion. Jeremy is a learning and training wizard. Um, he was at KPMG. I first got to know him there, and now he's the chief learning officer at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, where we also have a great ally uh, in Alpha, which is a nonprofit I serve in, uh, Teresa Torres. She's also uh, at the Federal Reserve Bank of New York as the Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Teresa as well. So with no further ado, let's get started. So today's topic is going to be on listening deeply. And what does that mean? And a lot of you may have taken trainings that uh, talk about the importance of listening and you're like, yada, 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 active listening. I get it. I get it. And I understand um, why folks might have that reaction. And one technique that they often um, encourage you to do, and I, and I think it's a good one, although we're not going to teach it uh, today, is uh, to repeat back what you think you heard from the person. Um, and that has sort of two benefits. One, it kind of um, shows your intention uh, to listen. And two, um, you know, it also lets you know if you got something wrong, right? Because people tend to correct you if you repeat back what they said incorrectly, and that reduces um, misunderstandings. Well, today I'm going to answer more of the question, well, how do you listen deeply, right? Like beyond that particular thing, which kind of comes at the end of the listening, like when the person's actually talking, how do you listen deeply? Because it's very difficult, and I'll tell you um, the two main reasons why it's difficult for me and maybe for others. One, you're preparing for the brilliant thing you're going to say next. So you're actually not listening 100% because you've already kind of taken a quick measure of what's going on and you're on to the next part where you get to talk and you're actually missing out on a lot of the content that they're sharing with you. The second thing that happens, I like to call it the Netflix effect, right? You kind of zone out and you're like, I get it, I get it. And they're saying the same thing over and over again. Of course, I would never do that. Uh, And then you start making your Netflix list or you start thinking about what you're going to have for lunch or what you need to pick up at the store before you uh, head home for dinner or any other sort of task or errand you have. So that's kind of like the Netflix effect where we lose attention because... I don't know, we're, we're just not into listening anymore and we've moved on to the next thing. I'm guilty um, of both of those and I think that's something that just we do as human beings. So how can we combat that? So two quick tips that can really help you, especially during interviews, because you want to be listening during the interview. You don't just want to repeat a script and head to your questions because there could be gold in what the person's saying and you're totally going to miss it if you're not listening. So there are two R's. The first one is just repeating. 
right? So what I mean by repeat is when the person's talking, and you can try this now. Each word that I'm saying right now, as I'm saying it, repeat it silently in your head. And in your head, excuse me. And what that does is it doesn't leave any space for you to start thinking much about other things or getting distracted because your processing power is directly involved in repeating what I'm saying and it requires some effort and presence for you to do that. And I find that to be one of the best techniques for myself because I'm definitely very guilty of, you know, jumping to the next thing or, or trying to figure out what to say next. So this keeps me firmly grounded in what you're saying, helps with my understanding, um, and it's simple and easy to do. No one knows you're doing it because you're just repeating it in your head versus the active listening thing where you repeat back. That can get kind of annoying to people. Sometimes they, it can feel like a, like a technique. The second thing you can do, the second R, is what I like to call reconnaissance. And this is great, too, because it also happens inside uh, your own head as long as you do it um, subtly. As the person's talking, uh, don't just listen to the words that are coming out of their mouth. Do reconnaissance on the entire meaning, like what is going on with that person? Are they leaning forward? Are they leaning back? Do they get faster in certain portions or do they get slower in certain portions? Do they get louder sometimes at certain points or do they get softer? What are, what are their eyebrows doing? Is there a twitch in their neck or their nose or their forehead or temple when they say something? It's like reconnaissance when you're on a mission trying to figure out what's going on ahead of time to help predict what's going to happen and to keep others safe. So by doing this kind of reconnaissance, it kind of helps your um, optimal conversation safe because you're really paying attention to what the other person is saying by viewing more and listening to more than just the words. You're listening to the entire person. So that can be a very powerful thing, too, when you pick up on all those good nonverbals, right? So if anyone's taken a, a body language class, um, and shout out to Linda Clemens, who is a, who's like the best body language coach I've ever met, um, recently had a chance to do uh, a, co um, a facilitation with a, with a presentation she gave to KPMG. She's amazing. Um, definitely check Linda out if that's your thing, body language and or sales. So um, try this on your next conversation. What I'd love for you to do is the next time you're having a conversation. It doesn't have to be a particularly deep or long conversation. Try the two R's, right? Try repeating what the person is saying in your head as they're saying it. You can practice this now as well. And do reconnaissance. You can't do this with me right now because I'm not on video. <laughs> this is a podcast. Um, but maybe on one of the videos that I have, you can kind of see, like, is, is Joe leaning in? Does he seem confident in this point? Or does he seem less confident here? What's going on? overall, not just the words that are coming out of the person's mouth, and see how that increases um, your connection with the person you're interviewing, because that's the whole point. To give a good interview, you want to be listening deeply and have a very strong connection with the person you're interviewing. And here's the thing, not only is it that you feel you'll have a strong connection, just as importantly, maybe more importantly, they will feel that they have a strong connection with you. And it'll change the nature of the interview and the things they reveal and the tone and the audience will feel that as a much more impactful interview. Well, thanks so much for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive 
presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. The truth is, it's not easy coming up with content for a daily podcast like Executive Presence Morsels. One way I keep things fresh is by constantly learning from others. An easy and convenient way to do this is through audiobooks, and the Rolls-Royce of audiobooks is Audible. Today, our listeners can try a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you credits for up to two premium titles of your choosing, access to the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible Originals. It's a buffet and no credits needed. And a friendly email reminder before your trial ends. Go to www.connectioncounselor.com slash bookme to sign up. And while you're there, check out my latest book reviews. Thank you for supporting our show. Hello, and welcome back to Executive Presence Morsels. This is episode 228. I can't believe we're over 200 episodes, well on our way to my commitment from last year of recording a daily weekday episode every day, every weekday for a year no pauses for vacations or holidays. So we're almost there. I believe July 5th, 4th or 5th um, should be the one-year anniversary. So we're pretty darn close. Well, this is interview week. And today we're going to talk about what I like to call knock something loose, right? So if you're giving an interview of someone, whether it's for work and they just ask you to interview someone on a, on a panel, um, whether you're interested in doing a podcast um, or any... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence morsel.